<laughs> Did I scare you? Hello, you're listening to the podcast that answers the only question that matters in horror film. Did I scare you? I am your host, Jake Albrecht. And I am his co-host of America's Littlest Brother, Vin. How you doing today, Vin? Oh, you know. Um, definitely not washing my sorrows away in bourbon, seeing that our Red Sox are god-awful. That's interesting to blame a drinking problem on the Red Sox. I mean... Aren't all drinking problems worth, like, giving something weight to it? Like, you have to tack something onto it. You can't just be like, I just drink for the sake of drinking, because then you just sound like an alcoholic. For those of you who haven't listened before, this is not the podcast where my brother is on the precipice of an uncomfortable realization. This is the podcast <laughs> where we two brothers switch off picking horror movies in an attempt to scare the other one. Vinny, I selected the movie this week. What is the name of the movie I selected? You have selected for all of us. Um, it was on Shudder, but I actually was able to watch it on a thing called Freebie? I believe the service was on Amazon? Ah, whatever. Uh, the Invitation. Yeah, Freev used to be IMDB TV. And now it's an even more depressing name. <laughs> the less said about that, the better. I don't. Why did you watch it on that when it had uh, commercials, which you don't like? It, the commercials were only like, two, like fifteen to twenty six seconds, so it's like, it was like not really that bad, actually. Hmm. All right, Vinny, have you ever seen or heard of the invitation before? No, I have not. Okay, I have seen it, and I had originally seen the trailer for it. I believe at an Alamo Draft House. So, it wasn't something I had ever heard of before I saw the trailer to it. I watched it, I think, there was a time in my life after my son was born where I never left my house, but I watched lots of movies because there was a lot of downtime. Sure, yeah. Because babies in the beginning, they don't sleep consecutively very long, but cumulatively they sleep a lot. Right, so like in between those times you're either swaddling your son watching movies or you're playing elder scrolls <laughs> actually no the or witcher yeah. witcher witcher right that was babies that was don't a do a lot yeah no because there was a point where i played witcher 3 when my son was a baby where there's a mission where you have to toss a baby in a fire and my son was sleeping in his walker or his uh his swing next to me and I was like, I don't like that this is making me do this right now. <laughs> You're like, turn away from the screen, all right? Just you don't don't look at this, Teddy. Yeah, the point of, in the game is, like, you're being tricked, so when you toss the baby in the fire, you're like, wow, you did it the easy way and won. You didn't really kill a baby. <laughs> I think I know what mission you're talking about. Anywho, we're not talking about Witcher. We're talking about The Invitation. So, Alamo yeah. Draft House, you saw it at a trailer. And did you think I to yourself... I watched it on Netflix. Okay. Remember when Netflix used to have movies? I mean, they still kind of do. Yeah, I mean, like, movies that weren't just sequels to The Kissing Booth. 
what have you become, Netflix? Yeah, it's just it's just a sad place for a sad, lonely, desperate people now. Sorry, Stranger Things. I'm sorry that you were more or less rope chained to that failing organization. It'll be the only thing people will remember about it someday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked this movie at the time, and I had been interested in watching it since, so that's what we did this week. I don't know that I have that much else to say about it beforehand. Is there anything you want to get in, Vinny, before we get into the meat of this? No. No, it's definitely... I didn't, as per usual, on Little Brother's behalf, I didn't really do a whole lot of research on it before I watched the movie, because I like to go into the movies pretty blindfolded. So um, that's kind of how I interpreted it before I uh, got to see it. So let's see how that uh, pulled off. I have one more note I wanted to do. This movie stars Logan Marshall Green, who last week I noted uh, was the boyfriend in Prometheus. Still true. But another way to relate him to you, Vin, is he is one of the shockers in uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, he's the first one, right, before he gets disintegrated. <laughs> yeah, the one that Michael Keaton accidentally disintegrates. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I thought this was gonna levitate. <laughs> that shit's awesome. That was like, that's such good writing. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see how his acting holds up in this movie, huh? Yeah, Vinny. Let's go to the movies. Hey, you son of a bitch! Just because I'm slightly drunk doesn't mean you get to take my lines from me. Hey, let's go to the movies. Your eyes have a wild glint in them, so I would, uh, <laughs> I would challenge the slightly in that sentence. Oh, let's tarry no further. Let's get into the meat of this movie. Hey, we got the production company parade. We were staring at a blue sky that is then reflected off a windshield where a mountain man is spacing out. This is Slogan Marshall Green. Chocker one. His, I thought at the time Fred, but it turns out I think to be his girlfriend... Yeah. Ask him, asks him if he's okay, and he says he's fine. Then she pulls out a real thick invitation. Here we go, Vinny. We're getting to it. Ah, this is what the movie's all about. This card. Yeah. The Mountain Man thinks the people that invited them are overcompensating, but they are essentially his ex-wife and her new husband, which is already like, oh, what? Yeah, it's a weird dynamic. <laughs> what an awkward... You know, party you're about to go to. <laughs> yeah, and then his girlfriend notes that uh, his ex-wife and her new husband met in grief group, which is like, oh boy, this isn't going to be fun, whatever this is. <laughs> you're like, well, I really hope there's a lot of booze at this party that we're going to, because I don't know if I could take it. Well, there, there's a lot of booze, we'll get to it. But anyways, enough about that chatter, because Mountain Man swerves and hits a coyote while they're talking. He gets out, and the poor Bark Boy is wheezing on the ground. Bark Boy. We cut to him getting a tire iron, so things are ratcheting it up quickly here, Finn. Yeah, this isn't like, um, you know, that Jim Carrey movie, Me, Myself, and Irene, where they can't kill the cow. <laughs> he, he, uh, he gives his poor Bark Boy a couple of uh, wax and barf! So, 
I feel like he does a lot of, like, getting him into position to whack him first, and then it does take him about four tries to get him. How many tries do you think it would take you to kill a coyote with a tire iron fin? Be honest. I probably won, man. I just, like, there's one spot. All right, we're challenging that. Vinny, turn around. There's a coyote behind (laughs) Oh, my God, there it is. Oh, Jake. All right, well... I'm a little rusty at this. Let me go get that tired iron and no, let's. Uh... It's the tire iron that's rusty, Finn. <laughs> well, Jake, anyways, stop the clock. Yeah, I feel like the trick is, like, you gotta go with that skull as hard as you can. You can't hold back if you're trying to do a mercy kill. Yeah, I mean, otherwise, it's not a mercy. You're just, you know, continuing the torture. <laughs> yeah, you're just bashing a coyote's uh, skull in pretty slowly. All right, well, once he's done with the job, he drops the tire iron and then starts dragging the body in front of the car. And then he gets back in. Well, who's ready for a party? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, I gotta say, like, (laughs) the first thing that I would do is, like, try to go to, like, a dollar store or something to change my clothes and be like, oh, man, I got all this coyote blood on me. Do they sell clothes at the dollar store? There's no way they do. I, I think so, right? Like cheap shirts and shit like that, at least. No, I feel like they just sell, like, uh, ice pops. <laughs> you hear it here, folks. Dollar stores only sell ice pops. They're like versions of Kit Kats that don't sell well. Yeah, it's like an overstock. You're like, ooh, you want Pina Colada Kit Kat? <laughs> it's an overstock store, only sadder. All right, we go into the title screen, which is mostly shaky footage of somewhere in California, intercut with yellow lettering on a black screen. They're heading up the hills on Los Angeles' famously empty streets. Running up the hills. Vinny, you're no selling my joke about how they're driving down Los Angeles and the streets are abandoned. No. (laughs) Come on, there's traffic there all the time. Haven't you ever heard a comedian's podcast from there? No, not at all. What's what's the West well, they Coast? I take the four ten up to the seven. <laughs> it is talking about it all the time. Well, it is hilarious because there's um there's a group of dudes that I watch um play video games because you know that's the modern era these days. But yeah, they they're from they're from like L.A. and they always talk about like the access to getting to certain places. <laughs> Here's what I get about watching pay video- people play video games. Uh, like, I like video games, but video games are like masturbating in that I don't want to see men do it. <laughs> I just think of it as like... A- I love masturbating, but watching someone else do it brings me no pleasure uh, if it's a man. The way that I... S- oh my god. Uh, th- you know, this is awful that we're talking about this in the middle of a movie that might be decent. Um... What I like about it is if it's a video game that I don't want to put the time into, but I'm curious how it goes, I think it's fun to watch other people do it and then just genuinely bullshit. Doesn't have to be about the game. They just hang out, play the game, and just bullshit about stuff. I guess my question there would be, why not get real friends? I mean, I I have some friends. (laughs) We don't have to go that hard. Come on. Hmm. Yeah, here we are. Girlfriend asks Mountain Man if this was his house when they get to uh, the the automatic door opening. And he's like, well, my wife inherited money. It was never really mine. So a pretty messy marriage. 
As he walks in, we get a quick cut of a little boy playing with some dinosaurs, but it is only a memory. Oh, so it's one of those kind of movies. It certainly is. <laughs> There's some people chilling inside, and they seem surprised to see them. Vinny, do you want to... Do you want to try to name all the people that are in this group? Oh, there's so many of them. Um, and they haven't even you all... You know how upset I am when that happens. They all haven't even arrived at the party either. There's like a couple of scragglers. Oh, God. Okay, so there's ex-wife and new slam piece. There's... Yeah, her new husband who looks kind of like... He looks like... What's his face from Punisher in Westworld? No, because he's got blue eyes. But I guess... <laughs> Good like, for you, Vin. Yeah, I... I All right, Vin, yeah. here's what we got. We got gay couple, right? Yes, okay, yes, gay couple. We got Asian lady friend. Yeah. We got frumpy ponytail. We have former business partner, who's also a big fat party dude. You know, it took me a second to be like frumpy ponytail, and I'm like, oh, the blonde hair chick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so keep yeah, going. Yeah, you get it now. I, yes, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And you said bald, bald friend? No, bald friend hasn't arrived yet. Drew Carey's brother? Oh, it is Drew Carey's brother. Oh, my. Oh, Drew Car- no, that's a whole thing later. Then. Okay, okay, okay. Right, people who are here and also, now. also... Asian boyfriend hasn't arrived. Yeah, no, and not his yet. name is Choi in the movie. But the first time I saw it, I thought they were saying Troy Joy. weird for a long time. Troy or Joy? No, it's Choi. I know it's Choi. C H O Y. Choi. I know. I had the subtitles on. Right. I thought they were saying Troy, like Helen of. Oh. <laughs> okay. Anyways, he's Asian boyfriend. Let's let's uh Yeah, let's throw that name out the window right now. <laughs> Forget about right. it. So that's the whole group. Let's get into it now. Okay. <clears throat> One gay friend tells black girlfriend she's so fucking hot. Then he begs her to bear a child for them. Is this like one of those like bar jokes? <laughs> Where it's like one gay guy talked to a <laughs> You had this setup for it. <laughs> I don't like. I wish I could say more about Black Girlfriend. I wish I could say like you know, I don't know, certified public accountant girlfriend. They don't give me a lot of details about her though. Not really. Yeah, she's a pretty stock character, honestly. Yeah, so I'm just kind of I hold it on to what I got, which is not much. Okay, I that's okay. You are forgiven. I didn't feel guilty. <laughs> okay. Anyways. Uh, what's happening here? Mountain Man asks Asian friend where her boyfriend slash husband question mark is, but he's late as usual. No boyfriend slash husband. <laughs> That's so like him. Ex-wife comes down the stairs and looks radiant. She tells Mountain Man she's missed him. Then she finds a spot of blood on his face and she wipes it off like, whoops, coyote corpses all over this highway. <laughs> It's okay, she gives him a nice puffy smile because her lips are engorged. Yeah, she's got a lot of, <laughs> what, what do they call that, collagen? Yeah, I think so, yeah, that you get like a Botox like injection in your lips. Yeah, the old bee stung lips. Yeah, you got those duckbill lips. You know, like It would have been funny if she was like, sorry, but there are a lot of bees in the backyard. <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. <laughs> oh, Jenny, sorry. I either got. St- 
I got either stung or bit by something mowing my lawn the other day. And you're saying that your lips look fantastic now? I hit a nest of what I think was beetles, but at the time I thought was flying red ants. And I was like, either I got bit by a flying red ant, or I saw a bunch of beetles... And then a bee stung me in solidarity. <laughs> it's like, I got you, brothers. Ah, fuck this human. Yeah, which frankly, like, there's not enough of him to, like, stop. <laughs> he shouldn't have wasted his, his life on that. Do, you Anyways, do hornets die when they sting? I thought that they stay alive. I thought, I thought bumblebees, if they sting, they die. They all die. They're all gonna die. All They're bees all and die. hornets die. Did you see Brightbird? I guess he lives. <laughs> Anyways, they usher a new husband. He gives Mountain Man a big hug. And then he's like, I'm so glad to see you. Then they offer Mountain Man some wine. I guess I should say why I call him Mountain Man. Yeah, he looks like a Mountain Man. He's got long hair. And yeah, he's, he's got nearly shoulder length hair and like a big old bushy beard. A, a great bushy beard. A great big bushy beard. Yeah, I'm jealous. That's a nice-looking beard. Yeah. All right, they offer him some wine, and it turns out it's some $8 million bottle. He doesn't want any, but uh, Black Girlfriend is ready to go. I mean, maybe Wine Fiend? Can we call her Wine Fiend? They all drink a lot in this, though. There's Listen, when I went to Portugal, these people drink like how I drink, where it's just a bottomless glass. <laughs> the wine just yeah. does not stop. I mean, based on context later, Asian Fred could be, like, Cokehead Fred. <laughs> we'll get to it. New husband wants to start the party, and he gives a speech about how special everyone is. If I was at this party, I already would have died of embarrassment. <laughs> That's While he's sad. giving a speech, Mountain Man spies a blonde down the hallway, giving him the eyes. They toast to new beginnings. Blonde comes out of the shadows and kisses new husband on the cheek. Everyone looks like they don't know what to do with that. <laughs> They're like, um, well, this definitely was not what I expected to see tonight, but keep going. Yeah, because he does it, like, right next to his wife. And then their uh, black girlfriend's like, how do you know each other? And they're very coy about it, like, no, oh, we met in Mexico. <laughs> that black girlfriend tells the uh, group that they hit a coyote on the way and Mountain Man had to kill it. New husband's like, it was right of you to kill things because it was sad. And he's like, what? And he's like, because it was suffering. He's like, don't worry, I'll get, to, I have a whole thing later, I'll, I'll explain. He's like, I bet somebody tried to hold up that coyote's wife and killed her first anyways, right? No, that's not, oh, it's not? Oh, uh, shit. And he's like, hmm, maybe somebody swung a baseball bat at a coyote party and then clipped him. <laughs> Clip the coyote son. Right? I mean, like, listen, I'm trying to give you some sort of path here. Just go with it. Mountain Man's like, can I look around the house for a little bit? Vinny, I do this a lot for movies I don't like, so I'm going to do it for this one. I hope he doesn't ask this question more than six or seven more times. Oh, man. It's your own fault for painstakingly putting us through this, you asshole. <laughs> 
He loves to look around in this one, Finn. It's 115 fucking episodes, and you constantly are like, and he went around the corner, and he saw nothing. Hey, man, that's what the movie does to me, and that's why I'm doing it to you. Ugh. He gets a glass of water, and we get a flashback of wife looking pretty haggard and upset and trying to commit suicide. Yeah, she's literally grasping that knife looking at him like, this is it. Then she jump scares him into dropping his glass. Then she's like, you're so handsome. That black girlfriend is so beautiful. And I'm like, what kind of party <laughs> yeah, is this? Immediately I was like, oh, is it that kind of invitation? Swingers party? Who's got the key ball? I gotta say, at a swingers party, it doesn't seem right to invite your ex-husband. I mean, who knows? Maybe that was like what he was like in the past. Yeah, I don't know. If you're going to a party where you're like, oh, what we're going to do is we're going to put a bunch of surprise meals in a box, right? And we'll switch them around. And then, like, it's fun because you might get something. It's not fun to be like, I'm getting the fried chicken one in that box right there because I've had it before. And I like it. (laughs) That's kind of like cheating. (laughs) Don't care. Goodbye. Like, mmm, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> I have been a hankering for this. <laughs> then she kind of leads past him, like, <laughs> way too close. And she's like, mmm, can you get some glasses for me? And it's like, did... <laughs> when you bent past him, you couldn't reach him. <laughs> no, she's trying to be sensual. They asked her about the new bars on the windows, and she's like, well, I was alone for a while. He checks out her rig and tells her it's nice, and she's like, I got it in Mexico. And he's like, is that where you've been? Yeah, some of the time. Then she's like, did you think about me? Did you worry about me? And he's like, y- yeah, you committed, <laughs> tried to commit suicide, and then we got divorced. <laughs> she's like, yeah. Okay, sorry, I just saw Fleabag, so, like, the only thing that's on my mind was just, did you wank to me in the time? <laughs> oh, no thank you. <laughs> Former business partner comes in the room and interrupts their conversation. She tells partner that pain is optional, and he's like, oh, that's good. <laughs> they all thank you. <laughs> then she's like... It's just a physical reaction. You can expel it from your body. He's like, like, shitting it out? Oh, waka, waka, waka. Classic business partner comedy. That sounds like something Dad used to say. (laughs) Yeah, she's not happy, but then he's like, sorry, but that sounds crazy. Then she slaps the shit out of him. Yeah. Then she's like, if you never stop joking, that'll be why nobody ever takes you seriously. Yikes! Yeah. Suddenly, this party has taken a twist. Jake's bobbling the camera all around right now. There's a red beetle climbing out. This is actually the one that I hit with the lawnmower the other day. (laughs) His brothers come to claim your soul. Seems that way. Anyways, after she leaves, business partner says, You guys went through a lot, but you didn't lose your mind. And my man's like, disagree with that premise yeah he's like boy if you could just see the flashbacks that are going on in my brain right now yep uh, business partners like mm, well in my life me and my wife hate each other but the sex is so angry 
good angry. Yeah, he's like, I'm talking about just giving it to her, like, you know, like, huh, huh. can't fucking stand <laughs> you. You know, like how angry sex do, like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck. I go back to the party, and ex-wife offers a glass of wine to business partner, and she's like, I've let it go already. Ex-husband is talking to someone on a cell phone and frumpy ponytail sits Mountain Man down. Oh, I'm sorry. New husband, not ex-husband. And frumpy ponytail sits <laughs> Mountain Man down on the stairs to talk. <laughs> She's got tenure. Yeah, frumpy ponytail's a good, uh, really, a good hairstyle for a college professor. <laughs> it is pretty good, yeah. Frumpy ponytail, where it's like you got like a little bit of hair like poofing out. But then, like, that ponytail is standing tall. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, there, it's definitely, like, frizzing on the sides. And she's like, listen, I got tenure last year. There was a party. And he's like, yeah, I missed it. Oh, 30s friendships. Yeah, kind of. Isn't it sad? We're all getting old and missing, like, you know, the little things that we used to be able to be present for for everyone's shit. Yeah, it's just life, man. Anyways, she's like, it's weird being here. Some headlights pull up, and they think it's Asian boyfriend. Nope, it's Drew Carey's brother. Uh-oh. Who invited this guy? Yep, Shadow Blonde runs up and hugs him, and that new husband introduces him to the party. They're all like, okay. <laughs> They're like, hey, man, what's up? And he's like, I'm here for the orgy, and it's like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Somebody's gonna want that big bear action. Asian friend is he's, wondering where... He's yours. You can take him. <laughs> I said somebody, not me. <laughs> Asian friend is wondering where her boyfriend is. She has no service. Ex-wife says, like, well, we let the bills lap when we were in Mexico. That's not how cell service works. Yeah. No. Not at all. I don't... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, unless they have a cell phone jammer, like, there's no way that... It... <laughs> <laughs> they have no control over cell service. That's what the towers are for. Yeah. There's Drew Carey's brother holding the box itself, and it's like, Oh, so shit, I was supposed to hide this. Fucking... <laughs> yeah. AT&T leaves you out of it, because they don't want you to fuck it up. <laughs> They can fuck it up fine on their own. Yeah, oh, need an extra party to screw it all this up. Like, just leave us alone. Mountain Man asks about all the locks, and ex-husband says there was a break-in recently. They tease Mountain Man for being suspicious. Then he's <laughs> like, what if there's a fire? Ex-husband puts a key in the lock, like, there, okay? Like, you just unlock it, right? Like that. It's pretty obvious at this point right now that Mountain Man... Is a little suspicious of this party right now. That is the understatement of the year. <laughs> it's just at this point where Vin was watching the movie that I noticed, like, uh, this guy's, like, really on edge. And you know what? I'm kind of on the same boat as him right now. So at this point in the movie, I am siding with Mountain Man. Something is fucking strange. We'll get there. Ex-wife asks Mountain Man to go get firewood for the party. Then she asks Black Girlfriend if he's been agitated a lot. Yup. 
No, <laughs> another <laughs> understatement. Like, oh, is he still upset because our son died? It's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you know what? Now that I think about it, he has mentioned it every day. Oh man, we'll get to it. I can't wait to get on a tirade about this. Mountain Man goes outside and can hear the echoes of his son shouting from the past. Uh-oh. So you know he's having a good time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, who brought this guy to the party, am I right? <laughs> yeah. They're never shouting, like, I'm resting peacefully. <laughs> Why is the ghost, like, always haunting me and never in a good mood? While he's standing around, his wife goes into her room and then looks out the window sort of strangely. And then she composes herself and goes back to the party. He goes inside and sneaks into ex-wife's bedroom and palms some of her medicine. Ex-husband finds him in there, and he's like, come back to us when you're ready. Yeah, not like, you know, the normal human response of, hey, man, what are you fucking doing in our bedroom? Yeah, these are sort of the things that contribute to it not feeling right, is how nice he is constantly. Well, it's... In situations where no normal person would be. Right, because, like, more or less, um, new husband... At, well, boyfriend, I guess. I don't know. Are they married? I don't know. Um, but They're married, yeah. Okay, so they got the rings in Mexico. Right, 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 right. So new husband and ex-wife are, like, a little too friendly. Like, super friendly. Agreed. You know, like, if you were to, like, hang out with, like, maybe, like, I don't oh, know. Oh, he's got more. Let's see what this is. Like, Mormons. <laughs> oh no it's just stereotyping someone else's religion well i listen listen folks folks i don't like any religion. no you're right it was my fault for that not any who you earlier you're right it's okay i equally don't really care for any religion so no 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 we love all religions <laughs> on this whatever religion they are Please keep listening. One, Vinny, bro- shut up. <laughs> One brother said it. <laughs> oh, boy. What the fuck? <laughs> then he goes into a flashback where he's in the bath with the ex-wife and his son comes in and looks more amused than yeah. I would if I saw my parents, like, spooning <laughs> each other in the bath. <laughs> yeah, his response instead of, like, where Mountain Man's just, like... <laughs> Oh, just get out of here, you rapscallion. I wouldn't even give it one second. I would close the door and be like, burn my eyes, dear lord. Yeah, the sun looks like, I would say borderline approvingly, like, ah, yes, the love of my parents. Not good. Not normal. At all. It's not great to ever be in a room with my son and be erect. That would be (laughs) sad. That would be a sad state of affairs. You so you said it, and you said I'd say something. I'm just like, like that. Must be what's going on with Mountain Man in that scene, right? Jesus Christ! He's rubbing down his wife in the bath. His son comes in. <laughs> I don't think I would say anything other than like, "Get out of here!" <laughs> Have to go. Oh lordy, strange. Doctor. Anyways, he's brought back to reality by a scream. Asian Fred is t- talking to Mysterious Blonde, and she's like, oh my god, they're in a cult. 
yeah, like there would be at this point where I'd be like, well, excuse me. Thank you for leaving the key in the door. I am going to leave now. <laughs> yeah. Ex-husband's like, it's not a cult cult. It's a group of people helping each other. And there's thousands of us. And we give over our lives to it. It's like, that's a, just a cult, man. You're just talking about a cult. No, but I mean, like, we, like, exert all of our feelings in, like, a small sect in our bodies and just kind of, like, I don't know, give up on them and realize that this is meaningless. Yeah, that's still a cult. <laughs> then they ask him what the deal is, and he's like, uh... Allow me to go get the laptop. And they're all like, oh, it's a cult. Yeah, it's like, wait, 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 wait. Let me press play first. Don't judge this now. And it literally says, like, cult production <laughs> studios for editing. Half of them are like, yes, cult pitch, cult pitch, <laughs> cult pitch. Because they're ironic assholes, and a couple of them are like, no, cold pitch, cold pitch. You know what I love about this movie is, like, every once in a while, like, they'll, in conversation, they're like, this is L.A. People are weird around here, so it's pretty normal. That does seem to be part of the subtext of this, yes. <laughs> they're willing to forgive a lot because they're like, it's L.A., everybody's weird. Yeah, which is, like, hilarious, because, like, if if either of us East, to, East Coast, like, fucks, like, went to this party, would be like, nah, I'm out. No, I don't care. If this is what L.A. do, I don't do. <laughs> Once he locked the doors, I would have been like, uh, hey, man, can I borrow that key for a second? Then I would have unlocked it and left. <laughs> yeah, until Drew Carey's brother followed you out the door. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would have stopped for him. <laughs> I might have run him over to get out. We'll get to it. Ex-husband pits on a video on a laptop. And I'm like, what? There's a TV behind you. Why are you doing that? They don't understand technology that well. Then he, Toby Huss is the cult leader. Or, as you Adventures of Pete and Pete fans might know him as, Artie, the strongest man in the world. You did it. You did the voice and everything. I, I'm so proud of you. Artie, the strongest man in the world. And there's a soft fade out to nature as he's like, yes, we must surrender to <laughs> pain. Hey, little Viking. <laughs> the cult members look transfixed watching it, being like Pete and P was just the best. He really was. Then he's talking to a woman who wants to see her dead husband. He's like, well, they'll all be there in the afterlife. Well, I guess he says, like, oh, yes, they're all be in the, in the afterlife. <laughs> That's more like Robin Williams. <laughs> That's like Family Guy trying to do Robin Williams. Then she dies, and Artie is like, she's with all our dead folks now. There's no darkness, just reunion. Just a Pete and Pete reunion, right, guys? Yeah, I mean, they still do a podcast, so... Ex-husband closes the laptop, and he's like, that's the whole bit. Pretty great, right? And the friends are like, did that lady really just die? And he's like, yeah. That's uh, a part of, you he's know, like, life. Yeah, no, like, it was great, right? The cult members are like, well, she was sick. The mysterious blonde is like, I thought it was beautiful. Mountain Man singles out ex-husband to be like, why would you, ex-husband, personally show us that video? <laughs> 
And he's like, listen, I'm just trying to share a piece of something beautiful onto everyone. And everyone's like, bullshit, you're trying to convert us. Drew Carey's brother's like, hey man, not everyone gets it. It's not about the dying, it's about communion. And then ex-husband's like, well, I think it's time for a little backstory. I was a coked up record producer, a prisoner of my own grief. But Dr. Artie, the strongest man in the <laughs> world, saved me from that. God bless him and his fucking... What are those, pinstripes? Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh-huh. blue and red pinstripes. <laughs> That's the flag of the cult that they fly there. And he's like, listen, let's talk about what happened to you, ex-wife and Mountain Man. Mountain Man's like, you better stop there forever. Yeah, I'd be like, please... Don't and or I am grabbing the kitchen knife to threaten you from saying a single word. Yep, an ex-wife's like, I was unhappy before, but I'm so happy now. And then, oh boy. What a bummer. (laughs) Then she points out that the vibes in the room are off now. That, that does sound like someone from what, from L.A. would say. (laughs) Mountain Man stands up upset. And one of the gay friends ushers him out of the room to get a drink. Ex-husband tries another soft pitch. A business partner waves his hand and leaves the room like, No, no, too many cold pitches for me. Yeah, he's like, I've had enough for today. Thank you. The doorbell rings. An Asian friend tries to go, but Drew Carey's brother's like, Stay right there. And then he's like, Ex-husband, it's for you. Asian friend asks Mountain Man if he's okay. Then she starts doing a speech about being a better friend, but he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, right, uh-huh, okay. But he's just watching ex-husband at the door. Yeah, he's just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they're like, you're not even listening to me anymore. He's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. He's yeah. like, what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And they're oh, like. Oh, no, you got to keep it fresh. Yeah, and then they're like, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, you're... if you tickle it, though, sometimes it keeps them in- interested. Yeah, you're a fucking asshole. He's like, uh-huh, yeah. And he's yeah. like, what? <laughs> and the ex-husband's like, eh, it's just some stragglers looking for a party. What a great lie. Only in L.A. Mountain Man is suspicious. Mountain Man notices mysterious blonde eyeing him in the corner again. He's futzing around with the pill he stole in the other room. And then other gay friend who we could now call, mm, either doctor friend or gay doctor friend. <laughs> But he's like, hey, what are you doing? Mountain Man's like, what is this pill? It's a barbiturate. The gay couple bring it back to the party. Ex-husband, nope, new husband, there you offers go. him more wine. Ex-husband. <laughs> Soon to be ex. <laughs> Other gay friend's like, hey, new husband. Mountain Man thinks that uh, you're all on pills here. And new husband's like, classic Mountain Man. Yeah, and then like, fucking mountain man's like you son of a bitch like you weren't gonna say anything yeah then i think gay friend is like literally like oh no yeah no he said yeah he said no siento. yeah he said no, no habla inglés and he's just like fuck you and he's like oh si senor and he's like man this night was always gonna be awkward and he's like yeah there's some weirdos here this is pretty typical la stuff Eh? It's at this point where I'm just like, is this a horror movie? (laughs) 
not to do too much of a spoiler vid, but I bet you spent a lot of this being like, what the fuck? I, okay. Mm, we're about like, you know, midway through this episode. Yeah, at this point of the movie, I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty decent movie. I'm just like, I'm just, I don't, there's something going to happen, right? It's supposed to be a horror movie. <laughs> Ex-husband gives a speech from upstairs about apologizing for showing the video. He wants to play a game they played in group. If this is the second time he brought up something from group, I'd be like, I must leave forever. Right, yeah. And especially where it's just like a game, swell, from group. Bummer. I'm going to go take a shit, I guess. <laughs> Not to take a page out of Eddie's book, but this actually doesn't feel that much different from being friends with hardcore Christians when I was younger. <laughs> Yeah, it 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 feels. They'd be like, of course, if you're not comfortable, it's fun. It does. It does remind me of a certain bit of scripture. They'd be like, oh. Yeah, it's like you son of a bitch. You said it. it's like, oh, he's uh, you, you know, there's nothing in my rules that says I'm not supposed to force my religion onto you. And it's like, oh, it kind of is, but. Yeah, it's like doing a timeshare pitch, but for Jesus. <laughs> Listen, Jesus told me that if you put in for this, you'll have flex time here. <laughs> you can sell it later. Oh my god, you're right. It. Wait, who would buy it, though? <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and that's Jesus smoking his stogie in the back laughing. No one! Oh, anyways, the point of this game is to say something you want, but you have to be honest. This game sounds like it sucks, man. Yeah, but like, great, because everybody loves being honest when they're drunk. I would have been in there in like 15 seconds with, I want this game to end. <laughs> but I would be like, first of all, I'm going last. I want to see how this game is. I don't want to be the first one to like, you know, say something stupid here. If anyone would have come out shots firing, like, I want to sleep with the Asian friend. <laughs> Get to the game first. Tell them what the game is. Jesus. I already told them. You say what you want. That's what Finny wants. He's not lying. But anyways. Mysterious Blood stands up to go first. She names everyone in the room, which is extremely annoying. Yeah, she's like, this guy, this guy... She's like, gay friend, other gay friend, black girlfriend, business partner, frumpy ponytail, ex-wife, new husband, and Drew Carey's brother, and especially you, Mountain Man. Yeah. I love all of you. Which, at this point, I was like, oh yeah, I've definitely been to a couple of parties with girls like her. <laughs> Then she kisses Asian friend, and Asian friend laughs, because it's going to be one of those nights. Yeah, she's like, oh, oh my, mama-like? <laughs> Asian friend wants some of the coke ex-husband used to do, and it, he's like, well, Christmas came early, I hid some behind that grate over there. Yeah, and she's just like, nah, nah, I was just kidding. He goes, no, you weren't. And everybody like, just, like, kind of no, wide-eyes, like... Was it. What? She's like, fire a lineup. Let's do it. Drew Carey's brother wants to tell him about his wife, Margaret. Oh, boy. Jake. Jake. 
Who brought Drew Carey's brother to this fucking party? Because, first of all, oh, cool. Hippie-ish kind of girl, like, makes out with Asian Fred. That's kind of hot. Then Asian Fred's like, I want Coke. And it's like, this is becoming a real hot party. What's going on? Then Drew Carey's brother's like, let me tell you something serious about my wife and about something really tragic. And it's like, dude, read the room. <laughs> What are you doing? Why were you part of the cult? You look like you got kicked (laughs) out of the National Guard. (laughs) Anyways, here's the story. This is wife, Margaret. They were married (laughs) for 15 years. She used to have a real real funny laugh. He loved making her laugh. He just loved it. He fell in love with her paintings before he even met her. And you're like, okay. Uh Okay. And he's like, during nights like this, I think about her a lot. And one of gay friends is like, "Uh, oh, has she passed away? And he's like, yes, you took the bait. Absolutely. (laughs) He's like, it's like your boring old story. I had been drinking at a party like this. We argued about the dishes. I tried to drink more. She tried to grab it from me. I knocked her down on the floor. Then punched her and then she died. Whole <laughs> story. I went to prison for approximately 17 years. Party guests are very <laughs> bummed out. <laughs> yeah, immediately the vibe of the party is just like... Oh, I don't think there's enough wine in this fucking house to, like, definitely bury that story. Well, like, I just fucking... Jake, would... I'm trying to imagine what the blood could do to the Asian girl to make up this. Jake, would you believe that I've been to a party where there was a guy like that at that party as well? What do you mean, Finn? I Listen, I went to a party once... Where a bunch of us were having a good time, smoking and drinking, having a good time. And this dude, like, comes to this party. He's like a friend of a friend. And he could, everybody could kind of read that he's, like, not exactly there to drink and have a good time. But he just, like, latched on to people and told everyone, like, a sobbing story and whatnot. And it's like, man, I, I, I didn't sign up to hear this shit i don't like i don't want to be near you (laughs) please leave fair enough he's like anyways when i accepted the invitation i destroyed the part of me that made that possible sure he's like i don't feel grief or guilty anymore because i'm gonna be seeing her again in a better place later tonight like, what? He'd be like, yeah, I, I found her bones after I was locked away for 17 years. Oh, man. New husband is like, um... Okay, I'll spin this one. I think what's more honorable, you know, the most honorable thing is being honest. And then Frumpy Ponytail's like, it doesn't seem like you guys are being honest. Seems like you're trying to sell us stuff. Right. But she got it right on the nose. And Drew Carey's brother looks at her like, fuck, she knows. Ex-wife is like, alright, back to the kissing, because that's the only part of this game they liked. I always wanted to kiss business partner. And he's like, why not? Is business partner married to Frumpy Ponytail, Vin? 
No, 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 no. Okay, no. I think you're right. Right, no, because because remember, like then then the kissing ensues, and it's well, first it's a pet. Well, that's why I was asking because I was like, it's more fucked up if they are. Yeah, no, no, no. But anyways, he gives her a chicken peck, and then she pulls him in to make out hardcore. Yeah, with them. And one of the gay friends is like, I'd like a blowjob from anybody. <laughs> yeah, well, this is my business partner. After he gets all hot and bothered, he's like, nobody tell my wife. <laughs> is that what he said? Yes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Frumpy ponytail is like, I'd like to leave. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, once people start, like, whipping up. The ponytail up- nods its little head. <laughs> Yeah, once people start whipping out the blowjobs at a party, it's like, ooh, I think I've had enough. <laughs> it's like, frumpy ponytail can't keep up with this. Listen, I've bailed on parties earlier, too, frumpy ponytail. I understand. New husband tries to stop her, but Mountain Man's like, let her leave, new husband, my heart lays. Yeah, like, because... He's like, uh, okay. Well, at first he kind of was like, I just want her to be comfortable and hang out, and he goes, great. You know what would make her feel comfortable? If you fucking let her leave. <laughs> Touche. Frumpy Ponytail reiterates, like, I'd like to leave. Ex-wife's like, please stay, but she's out of here. Mountain Man offers to walk her to her car, but she's like, it's only 40 feet. What could happen? Someone follows me outside and kills me? Yeah, because that's when... Oh, Drew Carey's brother... Drew Carey's brother is like, I think I parked behind you. Uh-oh. <laughs> You don't say. Mountain Man watches them out the window. (laughs) (laughs) I actually really like this scene. He watches as Drew Carey's brother ushers her just out of view. (laughs) It's pretty great because, like, he gets her to back up. He's like, you're good. You're good. All right, let's pull. Yeah, he's, like, giving her, like, like, oh, you got to go this way. You got this much feet left. This much feet. Go drive in front of those bushes. Hold on, stop for a yeah. second. <laughs> and like the camera slowly like fades into like, you know, new husband and he's like, Hey, let's talk for a couple of seconds there, Mont Man. And he's like, Wait, you're you're in the way. What's happening in the frumpy ponytail? <laughs> <laughs> so he tells him yeah, he's like, Let's go talk in the other room and he's like, I'm so happy you're here. But <laughs> I think you've been acting really suspicious about our our hospitality. And he's like, you're upset about the locks. You're upset about my friend telling that story about him killing his wife. <laughs> and then you were upset when that same friend followed a helpless woman outside. I just don't understand your issue. Yeah, as like, you know, more or less like he's still trying to look out the window <laughs> to see what's happening. And he's... Then all of a sudden, like, you know, new husbands try to talk louder as, like, you hear, like, a gunshot. And it's like, what was that? <laughs> I was going to say, you just see a fist continually rise and go down over <laughs> the bushes. <laughs> He's just giving her an aggressive handshake. And then a bloody ponytail gets tossed over them. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Man apologizes and says, maybe I wasn't prepared to be here tonight. New husband's like, I appreciate the honesty. And he's like, listen, you know how I feel about the world being unsafe. And Mountain Man's like, your wife dying and my kid dying are different. 
We never find out the story on each, but yeah, I think so. We what we put together the the pieces that they give us with the the son's death. But yeah, we don't we never Kinda. really we, It's pretty vague. It's vague, but it's it's enough where it's like you know, new husband's wife is like, I don't, I don't fucking know at all, really. Yeah, no clue. Anyways, Drew Carey's brother comes back in, and he's like, and I tried to convince Frumpy Ponytail <laughs> to stay. She kind of seemed like the only one I had a shot with. <laughs> also, I felt bad about my story scaring her. Yeah, he oh, he well. does say that. He's just like, well, I do feel bad that my story kind of let the party down. Oh, jeez. They're like, dude, tell me, how many parties are they excited when you tell this story about killing your wife? He's like, I can count at least one. <laughs> Everyone gets drunk, and you're like, Drew Carey's, Drew Carey's brother, tell that story. And he's like, which one? The one about the time my fly got caught? And he's like, no, tell the story about your wife when she tried to stop you from drinking. And he's like, oh, God, that story. Okay. <laughs> I had an alcohol problem, clearly. He's like, yeah. And she started digging into me on the dishes, right? So I oh, really man. gave her one, and she died, and I went to prison for 17 years. Oh. They're like, oh. Oh, women, am I right? <laughs> Tell it again. Tell it again. This guy, what an animal. <laughs> you need to be locked up. Seriously. <laughs> Oh, boy. It's dinner time. We got a sumptuous feast. There's some idle talk about cat videos. Mountain Man has another flashback about the sun. And then he starts to look at the food suspiciously. In the flashback, his son is on the ground after swinging a bat. Or someone else swings a bat into him? I'm never clear. It's an incredibly weird... Do you want to just, like, spill the beads, basically? This is probably... It seems like another kid swung a bat and maybe accidentally hit him and killed him. Is that about the size of I it? I think so, yeah. I think it may be a bit of, like, you know, the pinata accident of, like, 2007. <laughs> I was at a baseball practice once, and I was going to get some sweet, sweet lemonade. And my friend Neil took a swing, and on his backswing, he got me dead on in the back. Oh. And I dropped to the ground as if I had been shot. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, if I had died from it, I guess these would have been my parents. And then your fucking um, what is it called when you put it on your gravestone? Your um, epitaph. It'll read, "I never did get that sweet, sweet lemonade." <laughs> I'm sure on the ground, I was like, pour some in my mouth. <laughs> A dying boy's wish. <laughs> oh, boy. Mountain Man's looking up at the hills after dinner as everyone cleans up, and he starts wandering around and finds Mysterious Blonde making faces in the mirror that she peeps him peeping her. He goes out by the pool, and Mysterious Blonde greets him out there, and she's like, things aren't good with the girlfriend, huh? And he's like, what? And then she's like, well, I tried. <laughs> Then she's like, you want to go back inside then, since I guess that didn't work? And he's like, I need to make a call. And she's like, no, the service is bad here. And he's like, I lived here. It comes and goes. And then she's like, fine, fine. You want to fuck me right here? Yeah. And he's like, 
what wait yeah then all of a sudden it's just like you just hear like a screeching halt like what did you just say she's like oh yeah down in mexico everybody was fucking left and right especially true carrie's brother especially him. he was an animal <laughs> he should be locked up <laughs> He tells her to go back in, and she's like, I can make you do whatever I wanted just with my voice. Are you familiar with ASMR videos? <laughs> Have you seen these? Do you know about these? And he's like, yes, Jesus, leave me the fuck alone. She's like, you can hurt me if you want. And he's like, I don't want to. And she's like, lying. Yeah, she's like, all men do. And it's like, oh, you really need to go see some fucking like, help. <laughs> Anyways, gay friend comes out and tells Mountain Man he's overreacting. And he says, Frumpy Ponytail is super repressed and Asian boyfriend is the most unreliable Korean in L.A. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> I'd like to imagine going into a Korean market and they had, like, the rankings up. I'd be like, oh my god, wait, who's the most reliable Korean in L.A.? That's Sue Wee. Like, Son Kim, I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Gay friend tells him he loves him, but he needs to stop acting weird. It's freaking everybody out. You know what is nice, Vinny, is that all of his friends show him genuine support in this movie. That's what kind of, like, gets you to, like, take the bait a couple of times while you're watching this movie. You're like, maybe he is just kind of like dealing with like this crisis that he can't let go of like his son's death and it's very strange that he's around all these people who have kind of moved on and that's the horror of the movie is just he can't move on he is dealing with this tragedy but everyone else seemed to have forgotten it hmm. but anyways Vinny gets a bar of service <clears throat> Asian boyfriend left him a voicemail saying Hey, man, can you pick up a dessert? Because I'm already at the party and I'm early. <gasps> dun, 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 dun! Uh-oh. Mountain Man goes back to the party with a sense of purpose. The light turns out. <gasps> because it's time for a birthday! Yeah, for a gay couple. Ex-wife bringing a cake out. What's that? A gay couple. Well, one of the guys. One of the gay couples. Yeah, gay doctor. Gay doctor. There you go. That it's guy. doctor, Dr. Gay. <laughs> Dr. Gay, PD. <laughs> He's got a PDH in gay. That's PhD. <laughs> I think he's an MD anyways, by the way. Okay. I would never ask you to, to guess what those mean. <laughs> You're not that cruel. Good. <laughs> uh, Vinny, they don't sing happy birthday because it wasn't in public domain yet then. <laughs> Yeah, I do, I do, that's, the circumvent was, like, him say, don't you dare sing happy birthday, and it's just like, ha! Like, because we can't afford it. <laughs> Who owns happy birthday? It was two old spinsters, it was a joke on Comedy Bang Bang for a long time. It's in public domain now. Oh, okay. I can sing happy birthday, nobody can do shit about it to me now. Fuck yeah, Spotify, don't pull us out. <laughs> Alright, anyways, ex-wife is bringing a cake. And then when the lights come up, Mountain Man asks where Asian boyfriend is angrily. And then he's like, I got a voicemail. 
He keeps getting increasingly pissed. Yeah, like he's getting like more or less like panicky, like really like enraged. Those like be- his beard is furrowing. Yeah, he might as well be doing the Batman like where is he? <laughs> <laughs> New husband and ex-wife are like, we haven't seen him tonight. Mountain Man's like, something is not right here, and I'm wondering why everyone isn't saying anything about it. And he's like, listen, why are you other two people here? And they're like, hey, rude. Yeah. <laughs> Dick. And he says, we haven't seen you for two years, and we get this weird, lavish invitation. Day gets up and screams, it's a fucking cult. Drew Carey's brother is like, you are way out of line. Hey, wife killer, why don't you sit a few plates out? Yeah, yeah. how about you shut the fuck up, you animal? <laughs> don't you go back to your fucking cage? <laughs> like, listen, I tell you to stop drinking, but apparently you'd murder me for <laughs> it, you fucking freak. And Drew Carey brother, like, goes like, oh, fucking, what are you talking about, as he sips his, like, drink. But like, you ain't gonna do shit. You murdered that man, right? That's all out of you now. I'll say this is, like, some really, like, top-notch action from Mountain Man, too. Like, this is good shit. He is coming unhinged. Oh, boy. Anyways, new husband's like, this is a big misunderstanding. Girlfriend wants to leave, but the doorbell rings. And when they get up, it's Asian boyfriend. He's like, work called, and I had to leave right when I got here. Mountain Man looks like, oh, no. Yeah, so this is kind of playing into my theory earlier of, like, maybe he is just fucking crazy, and he can't get over his shit. So he starts crying, and new husband's like, it's okay. Girlfriend still wants to leave, but gay friend's like, give him a minute. Yeah. Give the man some fucking, like, give him some air. He literally laid all his cards out. This was his final play right here. And he fucked up. He had none of them. Yeah. No pair. Again, excellent acting from Mountain Man because, like, the as, as the point of, like, him almost, like, just, like, crying and profusely apologizing because, like, it just, like, holy shit. Yep, he excuses himself, and he does the face splash of emotional reckoning in the mirror. <laughs> then he has a, f- <laughs> then he has a flashback of teaching his son to wash his hands. Sure, why not? Yeah, we'll throw that in there too, just to really like throw salt on the wound. Guess he wish you taught him to duck a baseball bat, huh? <laughs> I thought I prepared him for everything. <laughs> Like, on the backswing, you go, what? Under. What? Under. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> he goes outside and girlfriend wants to leave again. Mountain Man tells her he's not okay. He's sad about his dead son. She's like, but we can get through this together, right? And he's like, no. Now we're pretty much done. Yeah, no. <laughs> then he's like, listen, it was my fault. I should have been watching more closely. You know, to catch a baseball bat, I guess. Yeah, really. Hindsight's twenty twenty, dude. This is definitely one in a million chances that, like, a neighborhood kid will crack, like, your son's fucking head open with a baseball bat. Yep. He comes back in as they cut the birthday cake, and he wants to go to his son's old room. They're like, okay. 
He's transported to the past. A little boy's bedroom. Shit is everywhere. Pick up your shit, Todd. Yeah, he's like, man, his goddamn kid, like, never wanted to clean his room. I've never missed him so much. <laughs> he lies down on the bed next to his dead son, and then he's back in the present crying in a mostly empty room. What a great party. <laughs> I fucking am so happy to be here. Outside, he watches new husband hang up a red lantern. He's getting suspicious again, Vin. <laughs> yeah, we did another mood swing right away. Then he spies a laptop, and he opens it up, and Dr. Artie is giving a speech about giving yourself over to blah, 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 blah. <laughs> The great thing about having ADD is it makes you <laughs> less susceptible to cults. So be like, ah, the great crucible of pain. Blah, 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 You know, blah, blah, blah. you're like, yep, well, I gotta go. <laughs> be like, oh, he was really convincing, don't you think? And be like, what did he say? I... <laughs> if you had to go over the fighter every point. That's why I love, like, The Simpsons, the way that they tackled it with the leader, where it's like, Homer's so fucking stupid that he couldn't get, like, brainwashed into, like, following the cult anyways. That's it. Anyways, Drew Carey's brother knocks on the door telling Mountain Man, it's time to get moving, everyone's waiting for you. Why? <laughs> Well, we all gotta drink together at the same time. <laughs> Hope you haven't read any books about some sort of more out there Christian organizations in regards to this. Uh, Jim Jones is smiling in the corner. Mm-hmm. Time to go to that big spaceship of the sky. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, his wife is pouring more wine. New husband gives him a glass special. He tells his wife how happy everyone is to be there with her. They're all like, mm, kinda. Yeah. <laughs> they toast to peace. Asian Fred drinks, but Mountain Man smashes the rest of the glasses before any of them can. Mountain Man's like, we're leaving now. But Mysterious Blonde attacks him and says, you ruined every day. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely have gone to a party with this girl before. <laughs> yep. He tosses Mysterious Blonde into an end table and busts her head open. Yeah, that's when Drew Carey... freaks out about that, and Gay Doctor is checking on her. But they're like, she doesn't have a pulse. And he's like, I... No, it seems like she does. And they're like, no, Asian Fred doesn't have a pulse. And they're like, <laughs> Yeah, we look over at Asian Friend, and her eyes are wide open. And she got a little bit of, uh, you know, some foam in the back of her mouth. That's, uh, neat. Yep. <laughs> Gay Doctor checks on her. They're like, wait, what's happening? Business partner's like, hey, the door's locked. Like, yeah, hey, dummies, you're getting it. Yeah, not, you fucking, wow. Wow. Like, you know, somebody's been telling you the whole time, and you're like, duh, it's pretty <laughs> paranoid, huh? He's like, don't care, more wide. Glug, glug, glug. Can I kiss Anyways, your ex wife again? New husband shoots gay doctor in the back. Then the sound drops out, and everything goes slow motion. As new husband raises the gun again, 
That mysterious blood gets up off the floor. Then Drew Carey's brother takes the gun from a new husband and shoots someone else. Asian boyfriend. And stabs other gay friend. It shoots Asian boyfriend. Okay, sure. Yeah. It was kind of dark. <laughs> I didn't see. <laughs> I get you. Okay. They all try to leave, but the doors are locked. Told you. Yeah, we're going to go through this a little bit a couple of times here. And Blonde attacks Mountain Man. They lock themselves in a dark room. So dark, I can't tell what's happening in there. I felt the now same they way. They try to get out by the pool, but the window's locked too. They watch business partner get murderized. Girlfriend asks Mountain Man why this is happening, and he's like, we're getting out of here no matter what. They're just people. It's like, and a gun. Yeah, definitely. Also, that guy's already confessed to killing someone. Yeah, we can bring that dude back up in the fucking pen, like, in no time. Back to the cage with you, you animal. Ooh, they creep out of the room and down the hall and hear some whispering. Ex-wife is upset because she's like, they were supposed to go to sleep. It was supposed to be beautiful. New husband's like, look, it's not ideal, but we got to finish this job now. She says, I can't do it. And he's like, nah, I need help. Yeah, he's like, nah, not good enough. Get your ass up. No more weeping. You're like, how much should I spend on those lips? Get your ass off the kitchen floor and help me go kill your friends. <laughs> She's like, they are beautiful lips. Ugh, he's like, this is the only way we can leave Earth and stop the hurting. Yikes. <laughs> oh, no. After they leave, Mountain Man tells his girlfriend there's a garage upstairs. They find Blonde crying on the couch, and also her throat is crushed or something. What happened to her, Vin? Wait, wait, which one? You mean, like, the mysterious Blonde? Yeah. Because they take the fire poker from her, but she's like... (laughs) Essentially... Didn't someone hit her with, like, I thought she got hit. It might have been too dark in the scuffle that I I can't remember either. When you watch this, like, Fair enough. Sh- shit in the daytime and there's, like, a glare on your window, you're like, I can't, no, I can't see. This is a fucking black screen TVs. They're a fucking killer, Finn. Yeah, you gotta adjust the contrast a little bit, you know. Anyways, after they leave, Mountain Man, oh wait, no, we did that. Uh, bu- bu- bu. Mountain Man takes his preferred weapon, the sweet, sweet fire poker. Yeah, he takes it from and... the blonde. Yep. When they get upstairs, he's like, oh shit, the door I remembered is gone. And girlfriend's freaking out, being like, maybe the doors are on lockdown. It's like, no, stupid, pretty girlfriend. <laughs> She's like, listen, I'm not going to say I just dated you because of your looks, but it's definitely not helping the cause right now. <laughs> Definitely not for your escape room ability. (laughs) Anyways, he shushes her and they hide as Drew Carey's brother comes back. Mountain Man jumps at him, but Drew Carey's brother fucks him up. He's basically like fighting a uh, a shaved grizzly bear. A naked mole rat, but bear form. Now here's another great acting bit, Vin. Drew Carey's brother puts him in a sleeper hold, and he's actually committed to this whole cult. Because he says, not unkindly, like, no, buddy, don't worry. You just need to let go, and then we all get to let go of the pain. 
And it sounds like he actually cares for him while he's doing it. It's like rubbing his head as he's trying to choke him out. He's like, poor sweet mountain man. Don't worry, I'll kill you and then we can all stop hurting. He's like, so much pain. Your pain echoes through us incredibly. Phooey. Anyways, girlfriend whacks him with the fire extinguisher. And it takes about as many tries as it does to kill a coyote. But she gets that fire extinguisher through his face. He gives like a growl before the last one too. Like, he's a grizzly bear. (laughs) Yeah, I told you. What an animal. They find ex-wife in the living room and she shoots Mountain Man in the shoulder. Then she's like, nah, I don't love that. So she turns the gun on her stomach and shoots herself instead. Yeah, she does some real beautiful acting after she shoots him. And she's like, what if I done and instead of like i don't know going out fast she shoots herself in the fucking stomach like you idiot girlfriend goes to help mountain man who is shot in the shoulder new husband is looking for ex-wife and mountain man's like she shot herself and new husband's like okay that's good actually you know because like yeah that was the point so good enough yeah yeah he's looking at the watch and he's just like all right, we got to speed this up a little bit, though. <laughs> then we see other gay friend is also alive, and then he tackles new husband who has a knife down the stairs. And then they get into a tussle for the knife, and other gay friend stabs new husband to death. Yeah, which was not something I expected. No, it's like a team effort. Ex-wife is bleeding, but she's still alive, and she calls Mountain Man over. She's like, I miss our son. It's like, wow, what what a way to deal with it. Yeah, that, that line kind of got to me a little bit. (laughs) Then she's like, can you take me outside? Outside, she tries to spit out a, you know, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) She does. Yeah, not, not one of her most glorious, like, lines before, but, you know. It's like, I hope there's no hell, you murdering psycho. (laughs) What she meant to say is, I hope I turn the sink off. Anyways, they all have a good cry over a pretty fucked up night outside. Uh Uh-huh. Now, Mountain Man notices the red lantern, and he looks out into the distance. Vinny, what does he see out in the distance? Oh, you know, he sees the beautiful night sky and hills of L.A. And, hey... There's a bunch of people kind of holding up a lot of those red lanterns in those hills, and is that a bunch of fucking emergency helicopters just kind of flying around? Yeah, we get police sirens, helicopter, dogs barking, and there's like, I don't know, four or five dozen lanterns hanging in the hills. Yep. Yep. So this is happening everywhere. That's LA for you, baby. It's over! (laughs) Vinny, I selected the movie this week. It's time for me to ask you the eternal question. Did I scare you? Nah, nah, it didn't scare me. Alright, it didn't scare me either. But, Vinny, did you like it? I thought the premise was pretty interesting. I, um, I definitely found myself not looking at my phone a lot of times and really kind of invested into being like, Where's this movie going? Like, where? Because <laughs> it just... It, every time that this dude is, like, 
he doesn't trust anything that's going on and I'm like, man, wouldn't it be a great horror movie, though, if this dude literally is living in his brain and he can't get over this traumatic experience that he is, like, the focal point of the horror movie? Vinny, if you want to see that movie, the Trey Edward Schultz movie, Cretia, it's pretty much just about a lady who comes home to a Thanksgiving dinner and ruins it, and it's very much like this one, but like that. (laughs) Oh, I mean, like... It's not like I'm down to really watch, like, such, like, existential, like, fucking, like, just pain to come over someone and just, like, look at everyone around and be like, what's your fucking problem? Do you realize life is fucking terrible? Lost my fucking son. I don't know where that neighborhood kid is after he killed my fucking son. Like, every... I would say, in a way, this is kind of scarier in this way, Vin. In real life, I'll never be attacked by a werewolf, but somebody might ruin dinner. That, you know, that actually happens like quite a lot in all of our lives, I'm sure. Yeah, and since I have, like, an undiagnosed anxiety disorder, I do worry about it a lot. It's true. We've gone to a baseball game, and some kid, like, tried to stand it up to Jake, and he was baffled because this kid did not, like, fucking turn around and, like... Usually when Jake goes to movie theaters and people look at him, they're pretty threatened. This kid did not, like, turn, like, he kept turning around. And that stopped Jake in his tracks. Wow. Another edition of Vinny Tells a Story not related to anything anyone would say. It's okay. It's at the end of the movie, so it doesn't matter anyways. I'll tell you something that does have to do with this movie, though. What a, is the character you'd like to be in it? No, 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 no. What a bummer that line is from ex-wife where she said as she misses her son. All the effort and things that she went through to get over the death. Because clearly she was not handling it well. Well, yeah, because the whole bit with the cold is supposed to be like, you can choose not to miss your son anymore. And it's like, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, that kind of pain does not leave you. You just have to kind of, like, live with your life with that as the cherry on top. No matter what. Where it's like, huh, man, they fucked up my order of my cappuccino. And my fucking son is dead. <laughs> it's just, that's your every day. And it's unfortunate that that was, like, her choice of trying to escape. By going to a cult, which is never really the answer. But, man, that... Never yet. We don't know about tomorrow. (laughs) That line, though, is just... It's so fucking sad. What a guttural, just, I miss my son. That really kind of hit me. (laughs) Very sad. Vinny, for more sad thoughts, if you were any character in this movie, who would you be? Oh, I'd be the gay friend. Which one? Uh, the one that exclaims in the what do you want as I would like a blowjob. Because <laughs> that because well, that just feels very relative was something that I would blurt out at a party like that. Okay. I'm frumpy uh, ponytail because I would also be out of there at the earliest possible point. Yeah, I feel like I'm... Do you think he kills her? He probably does, he right? Because it's kind of ambiguous. He absolutely kills her. I I really wish to know if she got away. That that's that answer does not come to us, but it would be nice if Frumpy Poetail's like, great, all right, see you later, Grizzly Bear. I'm out of here. Fair enough. <clears throat> all right, Vinny, what is your most gifable moment? Oh boy. Um, 
I don't, <laughs> I don't know. This movie... Uh, for me, it's the blonde making faces in the mirror. Okay, yes. Yes, thank you. I did forget about that. Because I, I immediately... I, I remember watching the movie and I clocked that and being like, that's absolutely... Because she just stares at it and she does like the yeah, Elizabeth... she's just going like... <laughs> she like she Elizabeth moth, mosses herself in the mirror. It's pretty great. Like in Us. Yeah, anytime you're feeling silly, that one works. Yeah, that's a good one. Tongue face emoji. <laughs> All right, Vinny. Uh, I think that's going to do it for the invitation this week. Do we have any mail for this week? Let me double check here because it has been a minute since I have peeped into our email address. And I would like to, you know, give a moment and shout out to our, our fans that have emailed us in the past. You all are beautiful people. Um, but at this point right now, no, it does not look like it. So you know what? You're all fucking bastards. How about that? Vinny, come on. <laughs> you freaking stupid bastard. these you beautiful ba- people who are not bastards did want to <laughs> mail us, where could they do bastard so? Bastard people. Bastards. Vinny, come Anyways. How dare you? You, you can email us, you bastards, at our email. <laughs> at disypod at gmail.com. That's disypod at gmail.com. And Vinny, if instead they wanted to reach us on Twitter or Instagram... Stupid bet. No, I'm just kidding. You can reach us at our Instagram at D-I-S... No. Instagram is Did I Scare You Pod, one word. Oh my god, I've done this a million times. And our Twitter is D-I-S by Pod. Please reach out to us. We always love to hear from you, despite what my uncouth brother would like to say about it. It's a character. Alright, hey. <laughs> Vinny, uh, it's the time of the week where you get to pick the movie for next week. What will be the next movie we're watching? Oh, boy. It seems like every time I pick one of these movies, though, it it, it always seems to bum Big Brother out. And I I, I admit, it's not on purpose. Well, sometimes it's on purpose. It's not always on purpose. So, Jake, I, I thought deep down about something that maybe you would enjoy i don't know if you would or not but like it feels like the first time that actually you're the one that introduced me to this series so this is your fault but we're gonna take a look at one of sam raimi's first movies i don't know if this is his first ever movie but it's his first movie it is his first movie okay we're gonna be checking out evil dead okay uh yeah like Evil Dead, haven't seen it in a long time. It'll be fun to revisit. Probably end up bitching about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. But that's a story for another time. Alright, Vinny, great. We will watch Evil Dead next week. Uh, I think that's going to about do it for us this week. A thank you, as always, to Rebel Escape Pod for letting us use their song Monster for our intro and outro. Please check them out on Spotify. And... You have been listening to Did I Scare You? And I have been your host, Jake Albright. I'm his co-host and America's littlest brother, Vin. Hey, thanks for the ride, lady. How you doing, lady? Thanks. Thanks for the ride.